entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Hey, good Friday morning, everybody. Welcome to Your Palace, Your Place. I'm Sherry Marcucci, and I'm happy to be here every first and third Friday morning of the month to talk to you about all kinds of things. Of course, things coming up at the Palace Theater right here in Waterbury. And, you know, it is the jewel of Waterbury. I'm biased, I know, but or one of the jewels and one of the crown jewels. Uh, And if you haven't experienced it, do yourself a favor and, and stop in just to take a tour, perhaps or see the magnificence of the building. It is spectacular. And of course, we offer great entertainment as well. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that um, later on in the show. Um, Has everybody recovered from the holiday? Oh, my goodness. I know I haven't. In fact, I went to a party last night um, at Vossi's. And by the way, Vossi's Taverna. Um, for those who aren't in the know and may have not heard about this, Vasi's had a little bit of a that makeover experience with Gordon Ramsay from to, uh, what's the show called uh, Hell's Kitchen to Hell and Back or something of that nature. <laughs> anyway, and it's Gordon Ramsay. I'm sure most people know he's the, one of the celebrity chefs, and uh, he comes in and totally turns the restaurant around and does it in kind of a very brutal way and um, and uh, tells you everything you're doing wrong and uh, so anyway so he came to Devasi got the Gordon Ramsay treatment and turned it into Vasi's Taverna which uh, is a is a play on of course Vasi's uh, Greek heritage which is a smart move and the menu reflects some Mediterranean influences of Greek and Italian food uh, and the and the atmosphere you walk in now it's very light very airy very um there's like blues i love you know reflecting the sea so that was fun and um you know when you go out with a group of people and you know there's you know some beverages flowing and and the noise level starts to rise uh, to the point where you're screaming as you're talking i woke up this morning i i barely had a voice because uh, you know you're just <laughs> you're talking like crazy anyway we had there's these um, new doors there's a, like a little set off room where you could have a private party for about 20 people not the big room that he has for you know a bigger event but the smaller area and they have a barn door now that you can close we had to keep it closed because we were disrupting you know the other diners I'm sure so but anyway so if I do sound a little raspy this morning that would explain it um and what else do I want to talk about before I introduce our first guest, who is one of my favorite people in the world, um, and it's Michelle Morsi, who Thank we'll you. be talking to in just a minute, <laughs> but I, she knows I adore her. Um, I, what else do I want to tell you about? We're going to, talk, we're going to have a little soundbite in the end of the show with Sister. If you listened to our show two weeks ago, we had on Denise Fennell, who is the star of the one-woman show, Late Night Catechism, coming to the palace on January 26th. For two performances, 2 and 8 p.m. And this is a different um, show than we normally do. First of all, it's not taking place on the stage at all. It's taking place in the theater, but in the upper orchestra 
area where there's kind of a break because this show is one woman and there's not a huge, there's not a real set at all, but it's hilarious. It's interactive. So it's like you're sitting in a catechism class. So send yourself back 20, 30, or 40, 50 years to when you were in catechism class <laughs> and, and, and your experience with sister kind of telling you the rules. So at the end, we did an interview with her two weeks ago, which some of you I'm sure heard. And we're going to do a little sound clip of one of her bits um, that uh, is part of the show at the end of our show today. So stay tuned for that. But right now with me is and I said it, one of my favorite people. I met her a few years ago. I don't remember how we met. It wasn't really through what we're doing now. No, it was probably something working for the paper. And working for mom, the paper. And Michelle Morrissey is... Um, you know, just a woman who has so many, so many fascinating facets yes, and things she's involved in and does. And um, I'm so happy that you said yes to coming back to the show. You've been on before. Yes. Um, we talked about food, food last one time. time and, mm -hmm. you know, and then you were on talking about what we're going to talk about a little bit sure. today, which is it's the beginning of a new year. And I, of course, we all have good intentions at the beginning of a new year. But I think it's important to use this time wisely. If you're in the mindset of saying it's time to do whatever things you want to try, start fresh with, um, experiment with, it, it, you know, the first of the year makes sense. And then hopefully some of our good intentions stay with us through the year. So today I asked Michelle to be with us to talk a little bit about um, one of the ways that I um, interact and know her now is through uh, her her role as a yoga instructor. Mm -hmm. And um, so we have yoga coming up again at the palace. Okay. Michelle is our instructor. And what, you know, I know you love it there. I know you teach in a lot of places too, mm -hmm. but tell our listeners why, what you like about teaching yoga at the palace. Okay. Well, the obvious reason is the, the sheer beauty of the space. Yeah. Yep. And there's not a time that I walk into that building where I just don't take a pause and say, wow. Yeah. Walking up the stairs. <laughs> and while I'm teaching, just noticing the way that everyone else in the room is reacting to what they're noticing. Yes. Maybe for the first time. And yeah. a lot of the students are employees of the palace mm -hmm. or people like who are volunteers yeah. or people who have been to shows numerous times you always see something different because so what true. you're doing is bringing yourself into the present moment yes yes and noticing yeah and well that's a good i mean you're talking about the present moment and i think that's one of the things about yoga that you don't expect when you mm -hmm. first say okay i'm going to try a yoga class you think it's all about your body mm -hmm. i mean Sure. I, I, that I was my that, experience. That, and that's why a lot of people, I think, are hesitant to begin because they think, I'm not flexible. Mm -hmm. I'm overweight. I don't look like that yep. person in the magazine. I can't touch my toes. Yep. I can't wear the yoga pants or the crop top. That's, yep. Yep. And as you learned, yes. that means nothing. That means nothing. And you know what? It's almost like when I, I'm... In, 
this is going to sound corny, and I'm not making this up, but when I'm, you know, getting into my yoga, you know, space, mm-hmm. um, my body is almost like craving mm. and anticipating the joy. And I and it's not always easy, but it's no. it's that there's something I can't even explain it in, you, in you've adequate given your, words. You know that you've gotten to the point where you you're giving yourself that time and that space. Yeah. Without, if you can let go, without pressure, yeah. knowing that it, what's the result? It, you just you need to just be yeah. in that time, and yeah. something naturally occurs by the end of your shavasana. Maybe you're snoring, and then shavasana is the final relaxation component. Yes. Oh, and it's so wonderful. Oh my God, you don't want to leave that that no. that experience at Sometimes the end. You catch yourself. Oh, is I snoring? Yeah. <laughs> But like you can give that to yourself, and as you know, because you practice in a, a few different spaces yes. too. The palace is one environment where we practice together. Yeah. Um, is a very sort of an, a noisier space where yes. we have a lot of out distractions from the outside. Yes, a lot of alarms going off. Yes, uh, yeah. people sometimes yeah. phones yeah. ringing. But if you're practicing yoga, you should. That stuff shouldn't bother. No, it and it doesn't. And so it's it's and yeah. we've had some fun experiences at the palace too, where we were all relaxed and quiet, and in our <laughs> movement and focusing on our breath. And well, next thing you know, Phantom of the Opera. Yes, is yes, we've had that the, and, yeah. and we just went with it, and yeah. it made that yeah. whole class yep. so beautiful. Yeah, and yeah. sort of elevated the whole mood. Yeah, you know. What too? I want to emphasize what you what you said earlier, Michelle, and that is um, to practice yoga. You do not have to be in a perfect place. And I started um, yoga at Peak Physical Therapy, where I am a, a member and go regularly mm-hmm. um, for all kinds of classes, fitness classes, yoga being one of them. And yoga, I think, was one of the. Um, I started with a, a, an easier stretch and tone, but then I, uh, the next thing I did was yoga, mm-hmm. and you know, it. I can't explain it, but it was like it was so freeing for me to say, I don't have to be perfect to do this. Isn't that something? Yeah, I. I mean, I. I and That's I just one of the best feelings that. you'll ever have, just to accept it's where it, you are. Yeah, and you, I love you as an instructor because one of the things and if you're listening and you're saying you know I always wanted to try that but now nah, I could never do it one of the things I love about um, your um, leading uh, practice mm-hmm. is that you tell us you know if you know not everybody is made to do X not everybody like I have these short little legs that some mm-hmm. of the things I just cannot my legs not long that's enough not to your do. physical makeup right and but you'll say but you can adapt this way and you know you're or very you can use your blocks yeah you have yes. and say oh Yes. I've seen you personally ease into something when yes. we just put a block under your hand yes. to lengthen. Yes. Your arms are your arms. Yes. Right. I have arms that are like a, a football field, so it's not a problem. <laughs> 
<laughs> but and that's what I appreciate so much. So I want people to, who are listening to know um, that if you're you know thinking about doing yoga, whether it's at the palace, which I hope some people will be interested in, or somewhere else, mm-hmm. that you don't have to you know be held back by what you perceive as your limitations. Sure, you know that it isn't that at all. And I think there's a very welcoming. It's not like. And there's a place for everything, so let me say this correctly. But, you know, you're not going into a gym with everybody who's in super-duper shape. Mm-hmm. And, um, you, you know, there might be some people who are, who have been practitioners for a long time, but there's this accepting I don't think you space. you're able to tell based on what someone looks like. If no. they've been practicing yes. for 30 years yes. or three months. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, you're right. Because everyone does their own thing. Yeah. Bodies change. Your uh, physical limitations come into play. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there are a lot of different things. You know, you may have an injury that no one knows about. Yes. Except for you. And you know how to take care of yourself. So... Yeah, and that's that's a good point because, um, as you know, I injured myself back in the fall, early fall, and um, I had to stop completely from all my classes, which I was so upset about. And this mo- this morning when I was getting dressed, I went to put something on, and I went, oh, okay, you know, and I'm like, okay, but 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 that's okay. We're going back to the place. And we're gonna, you know, right. get Instead there of beating again. Yourself up. Yes, and you know, and I always feel good about that. I feel great when I go mm-hmm. to these classes, mm-hmm. and you know, because I'm giving myself permission to, uh, it just feel better. I feel better is important. I and think you, come you put to a out place. a different energy. Yeah. Too. Yes. The way you carry yourself, the way you speak to other people, the way you choose to encourage other people to join a class or which you're an advocate of that and, oh you know this was your baby and yep. your idea to bring this to your co-workers yeah, absolutely and because you enjoyed it so much and then over the course of a year look how many of them have turned out yes. and then shared with their friends and we have even a bigger group coming hopefully next time yes and, and by the way next time starts Tuesday yes if you're listening and we're definitely open to paint more people just give me a call at the palace and there's tool plenty three. of space there's plenty of space oh and the spaces Michelle I already talked about the beauty of the space, but I want to talk about the comfort level of the space because it's all beautifully carpeted. You need a yoga mat. We're on mat. the mezzanine. The mezzanine. In the mezzanine yes. yep, level um, in the orchestra. I mean, I'm sorry, in the mezzanine lobby. So it's in that, if you've been to the palace, it's in that rotunda space, mm-hmm. but we're on one side of it. and But it's carpeted, so it gives you that extra yeah. cushion, yeah, which good. I appreciate You know, when we're doing some of the things on your knees. And that's and, about as close as you're going to get to that. That rotunda, and yeah. you're not, you know, you're probably not going to be on your back. No, <laughs> no, no not, not. but you are, and you look up, and you can't even believe that beautiful ceiling. Gorgeous, it's and, ceiling and you know what and, you said, and it's true. You've been there many, many times, and until we started practicing there, now I've worked there for uh, going into. I've started 14 years, mm-hmm. and. Um, I never notice these things. I'm like, oh, wow, look at the detail. The detail, like those relief sort of things. Yes, yeah. Things that are set into the wall. Yeah. And it's not distracting. 
No. You just notice. And oh, then no. It actually adds to the, the peace and the um, just being, like you said, in the moment. We're going to um, take this moment to take a, a break for okay. uh, a few of our sponsors. And then we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about um, Michelle's, um, how, how you get involved in the class and then some of Michelle's other activities. So I hope you're interested and stay tuned and come back in about two minutes. Entertaining new possibilities. And we're back. That was a quick break. And we're back with Michelle. (laughs) We're talking to Michelle Morrissey, (laughs) who is um, um, leading uh, a yoga class that's going to be taking place beginning this coming Tuesday, uh, January 8th, at the Palace Theater. And it meets from 1230 to 130. And there's plenty of space Mm -hmm. for people if you're interested. And I started to say earlier, if you do want to come, you can... uh, Certainly just drop in and and join us. And uh, the fee is $72 for six weeks, which is a bargain. Mm -hmm. If you look around, it's a bargain. And... um, or you can call me at 203-346-2008. Me is Sherry Marcucci, by the way, the host of this program this morning, Your Palace, Your Place. And I'll be glad to register you, so whichever way you want to do it. Also, if if you say, well, I'm not sure about it, I want to just check it out, you can certainly drop in, and the fee for that is $15 a session. So either way, we welcome you. Yeah, and there's, there's plenty of space, and it's also a good class um, for anyone if you're just starting out or if you're more experienced and you yes. have a dedicated practice it's in all levels yes. so i will accommodate whatever your yes. needs are as far as you know if it's the first time you sat down on a mat yeah everyone can do their things i've had friends of mine who are teachers come and attend yeah. the class yeah new faces and i will tell you we've had a pretty dedicated crew and I've been with most of them for a year. Yeah, yeah. And to me, I look out, and it's it's amazing the transformation. Um, just what you see in a person yes. when they walk yeah. in the door, a little unsure, and maybe a little nervous about how they're going to be moving mm-hmm. or their pain or yeah. what they think is you know it's too much discomfort to move through. And what they're doing now. Yes. And yeah. you see a brightness in their face, a, a little more flexibility in the body. Mm-hmm. And we are at all ages. I mean, yeah, there, that's a good point. There were some um, women and a few younger in their 20s, yeah. all the way up to, I don't know, 70s. 70s. Yeah. Yeah, coming yes, re- very regularly. Yes, yeah. And one one who I adore, Mary. She's she loves the class, and and she's a volunteer she's so at the palace. Stressed out that she missed because she I, had I know, Christmas I know, but. and she just loves it. And that's kind of how you feel about. It. Like I said earlier, when I injured myself, I was really upset that I you know couldn't do the mm-hmm. things I was you know doing and loving because they were making me stronger inside and out. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's so important. And I think, too, as we age, it's really, really important to stay moving and flexible. And um, I noticed a big change in myself in that arena. And even what my body was able to Mm -hmm. um, absorb in terms of, you know, I felt, you know, we all have aches and pains, arthritis, whatever. And, And then that was 
definitely changing. And that was the good mm-hmm. thing about um, and being able to accept where you are. Yes. And not look at it as a limitation, but this is just where I am. At this, this is point. where I am. And, and I know that feeling as well. I yeah. mean, I'm not getting any younger. So, <clears throat> well, and Michelle, I, I, I wanted <laughs> to mention some of her other endeavors because you are, you know, on Facebook, everybody's so, you know, complimentary. We all know each other's to, business. We're, when we're, but we're complimentary. And, and yes. you are a warrior in many ways. I mean, I know you, and I think I can say this, you were a breast cancer survivor. Yes. And and your butt af, right after that, what is she doing? She's training <laughs> for a marathon. Well, my doctor said you have. To, I said I can't. What am I going to do? I signed up. I'm in the Boston Marathon. He said, Oh, you'll be fine. Just go. Just oh go. my goodness. I said, Okay. So if you think I could do it. I could do it. So. And you did it more I than once. It. Yeah. Well, the first, and yeah. You did New York too, right? Yeah, New York. Yeah. This past year, I just, yeah, just in November, I, I did I'm that. I'm amazed. I, I mean, uh, your, your, your beauty inside and out. Because oh, thanks, Cher. You, no, <laughs> you, you're welcome. And I mean that sincerely because you're an inspiration to other people. Well, the, the thing about what we were just talking about is accepting where you are now. Yeah. And I think what yoga has given me a way to turn inward instead of I would have a few years ago been oh my god I have to make this I'm not too caught up in times and how fast I'm running and stuff but I was naturally like a pretty maybe a little faster for my age maybe four or five years ago this was this marathon that I just did was tougher for me physically. Yeah. Yep. I didn't really hurt I'm just slower Yeah. and that's just what's happened to yeah. my body over yeah. the past several years of different things and so medication I take and mm-hmm. I just feel like I but I feel strong yeah I just feel a little sore so I just go inside I said this is it this put your head down and you go that's and that's that just a great is a message. very strength strengthening yes um, component of being able to take yourself inside and use your breath and yeah. use yeah. what you've got yeah. to propel you yeah. forward a little yeah. bit. Well, and 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 for those of you who are readers of the Republican American too, of course you know Michelle's byline because she writes um, the walkabout column yes. that's weekly in the All paper. Kinds of fascinating. I love. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's going on? Who's doing what? And you're a foodie. Um, yeah, I like to cook. I yeah. like to eat, and I write the uh, food column. Locavore yeah. with I switch every week with Kelly Lambert and yeah. we share responsibility for that. So those are just some sort of short, yeah, little food bites, yeah, yeah, trends, yeah, which it, is a lot of fun. Yeah, and I, like and I love reading it because there's always something. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a little interesting. Offbeat, something new. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Like I have some juicy things coming yeah. up for next week. So. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, this is a time I think a lot of a lot of events start around uh, Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, here we go. Huh? The Easter candies are yeah. already out. I think. The Easter. So. Well, uh, you know, two days after Christmas, the Valentine's are out. Mini egg. Like, oh, the val- oh my. I- Holy mackerel! You know, gee. Well, anyway, I guess time. time we move on. Time. We were saying earlier. Time goes when, yes. you know, when you're a kid. Time is like like a turtle, and then you come become an adult, and it's like yep. you can't keep up. You can't keep up. But that's why you need to take a step back mm-hmm. and do something like yoga. And give yourself that. Yeah. I mean, p- 
this is a time where a lot of people are into their resolutions or or goals Absolutely. for the new year. So if it is something that you've been curious about, this is a good uh, springboard, a good place to try it out. It's a pretty uh, safe environment it, because absolutely. we are a very accepting group. Yep, and a- absolutely. I and and it's find it, just about anyone could find a place there. Put down your mat. Don't pay attention to anyone else. And it, do your thing. Yeah, and it's a and it's great. And Michelle, thank you so much. I can't wait to start again on Tuesday. I'm so happy with that you. you back. I am too. I've been missing you. Yeah. Well, I've been missing you. <laughs> and um, so again, if you're listening and you want more information about the yoga class at the palace, because you know the palace is not just about entertainment on the stage, and um, we try to offer a lot of different things for the community uh, and and the greater Waterbury region. Gen, it's a great uh, way to use the space. Absolutely. I mean, that, that or, absolutely. Know, it's a space we wouldn't be things, using during that part of the day. So if it's your lunch break or if you're looking for a daytime class uh, to do something during the day, um, we will validate your parking, by the way, if you park in the ramp garage. So, I mean, you know, we make it very easy. So it starts Tuesday, January 8th, 1230 to 130. You can drop in or give me a call at 203-346-2000. No. Three four six two zero zero eight. I just happen to think. Um, so, Michelle, thank you once again you're for welcome. being thank with you us. For and me. Um, you're oh, you're a delight to have. Thank you. We're gonna take a break, and then we're gonna be back with some some things about the Bard. So stay tuned. Entertaining new possibilities. And we're back. I'm Sherry Marcucci, your host for Your Palace, Your Place, a presentation of the Palace Theater right here in Waterbury, Connecticut, a beautiful 2,600-seat venue that's been beautifully restored. And we offer the best of Broadway and all kinds of concerts and other types of entertainment, as well as, as we just talked about, things like yoga and jazz in our Polite Club and our second act series. We've got a whole lot of things going on. So if you haven't been yet or if you haven't been in a while, check us out at palacetheaterct.org to see the whole spectrum of what we have to offer. We also like to encourage the arts, not just our own, what we're doing at the palace or what we're presenting, but also our colleagues in the community and in um, Connecticut as well. And today I'm so happy to have here uh, again, because you've been a guest before, Jeff. I have. And I Jeff, have. Jeff Latham. Latham? Lapham. Lapham. Yeah. I, you know, I always go back and forth. Is it the English version or is it? Oh, yeah, it's pretty yeah. English. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's Lapham. Okay. And and I've had you here as well as your wife, Emily Matina. That's right. And together, you are Shakespeareans Productions. We are the founders, yes. Yes, you are the founders. And you carry the legacy of. Um, uh, a pretty lofty legacy of bringing the work of William Shakespeare primarily, right. but not only, not but, exclusively, yes. but primarily um, to students, young people, as well as the masses, if you will, just as it was presented in his day. Exactly. T- talk a little bit about you know, the mission of Shakespeareans. Sure. Well, the, the mission of Shakespeareans is just to help people to raise their voice um, and there's no better um, insight into people than William Shakespeare. Um, there's 
almost no plot in on television or in film that you can find that Shakespeare didn't muck around with. Um, <laughs> He did. Uh, he did really delve into some uh, some of the world's uh, best characters and created a lot of our language that we use today. He he was he was inventing like his language was uh, as strange to his own audience as it was to us. He did he did stuff for rhymes. He did stuff for meter. He created tons of compound words that we use all the time, like bedroom and things really? like that. Really? Yep. That, those, those two words were never put together before Shakespeare did it, and he did it because it you know, needed to fit in the poetry that he was creating. That's very interesting. I never knew that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm, not the, I'm not the Shakespeare expert at Shakespeareans, but uh, I've picked up a few things over the years. Well, I, I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. You should go on Jeopardy. And <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, good luck. There's, I think there's several other categories well, I, yeah, I might struggle with. There is yeah. that, Jeff. But, <laughs> but anyway, so Shakespeareans Productions... What you do is you go into schools. Yes. And? Um, we go into schools in four states. Um, four states? Four states. So the Hudson Valley area of New York, as well as Connecticut, all of Rhode Island, and Southern Mass. Um, I never knew that. Oh, yeah. We have about 200 contracts a year uh, with schools around uh, Southern New England. Um, 200 contracts? Yep. 200 contracts. Yep. And we... Uh, you we are busy. Them. We claw for them every time because there's there's a lot of PTA bake sales and um, and uh, English departments scrabbling for budget uh, involved in each single yeah. each one of those programs. Wow, um, wow, that's impressive, Jeff. I, I honestly, and, and you know, shame on me. Um, you know, we're colleagues and we serve on the um, arts collaborative together. But sometimes you don't really know the nitty gritty of what what's what somebody's work is really about well you know a lot about a lot of about theater is kept backstage yeah that's uh, true you know so it's that's it, true it's only the magic that's being presented to you at the moment that you really need to know about yeah no no you're absolutely right although everyone likes a little backstage tour every oh, once in a while we love that we love that but um you have a lot going on in addition to being in these 200 or 200 sc- schools or performances that's right um you have something, and I know that we've been involved uh, over the years in this program, the Neighborhoods Oral History Project. Yes. What What is that all about? And that's coming up, right? You're it, getting it is coming up. It's a springtime program for us. Um, it's probably going to become its own wing of Shakespeareans at uh, at some point. Uh, it's really an oral history and performance program Um where and it's multi generational. Uh, it's grown over the years. We we um, the lifelong learner portion of it. We started at the palace, yeah. uh, and then we moved it across the street because it became an official class at uh, the Osher Lifelong Learning yes, Institute and or OLLI. We love and I know that actually Nancy Schuler, who is the inspiration for our second act series, was involved. I with love you. Nancy. Yes, um, yes Nancy. Yes, great. she took the she took that very first program in in the basement the. the in the backstage where the magic happens at the palace. Um, and she wrote a, a, a story of, of her grandmother, who was the f- first grad- female graduate of the Waterbury Immigration and uh, Immigration School and oh. Naturalization School. Okay. Um, and then she performed it 
um, we we offered to perform it for her, and she said, "Heck no, it's my grandma. I'm going to do it." And uh, it's <laughs> launched a whole new career for her. She's and she's she's killing it. It's she great. is certainly doing that, and um, we've had her on to talk about that, and she's she's great. It's uh, and and that's the kind of thing that we can that we can do with this program. We get um, we get oral histories from um, the students at Ali. We help them to work into poetry, song. Um, uh, skit uh, cont, uh, format and then um, and then we get we wrap that into a script for young people to perform um, and there's a whole neighborhoods song that encompasses uh, we have to abridge it now because I think there's like 12 neighborhoods that we've done so far oh wow um, in, and you know Waterbury is a city of neighborhoods yes uh, with a rich history and uh, so um, you know there's songs about everything from <clears throat> From the the Chase Brass Factory um, founders to um, to Michael Salvio cleaning up uh, Fulton Park as, oh a, as the leader goodness. of the wow. Historic Overlook wow. Community Club. Wow. Um, so, how does somebody, you know, how does a student or or um, not just students, but how does somebody? You said it's multi generational. So, how do you get involved in it? Well, you definitely want to enroll if you're a lifelong learner um, to in the Ollie program. Okay. Um, and then, so, so that takes place on Fridays from uh, February 22nd um, through May 3rd. And uh, that's at 10 15 on Fridays. And then on uh, every Tuesday, we're going to have a session an optional session in our studio sort of workshops the ideas that have come from the oral history project at, at Ollie. Okay. Oh, that's that's great. That's great. So, the entry point for an adult is through the Ollie program. It's pretty much through the Ollie program. Okay. Or you can come see the, one of the performances that we're, that we're doing. Um, for, a, for a kid, um, after spring break and up to the end of the year, uh, we have a... Uh, after-school program that we do at PAL, uh, and they've been a great partner since we since oh. we conceived of this idea. Okay. Um, so uh, students can transport themselves to. Um, we provide the funding, so it's, there's no tuition or anything. Um, they become uh, temporary members of PAL, so that they can participate in our program on the on the grounds. Um, and we're moving it to. Um, Moving it to the field house at uh, at Pal this year, the uh, the big gym. Um, it had been in St. Lucy's School. Okay. Um, but okay. Uh, that's getting very busy with education these yeah, days. Yeah, so, that's great. Uh, we're moving it over. So, and then at some point, the Ollie members and the kids are working together yes. um, as the work is being created and kind of formulated yes. for a period of time. And we have been uh, doing a final performance for the public at the Mattituck Museum. At um, usually the beginning of very beginning of June and um, this year the Mattituck is closed for the big renovation yes, yes. Um, so we're actually going to um, merge two of our programs our annual fundraiser um, and this uh, this neighborhoods program and we'll get some local celebrities as well as the students of all generations um, to perform this in bits and pieces at Chase Collegiate School and one of the our neighborhood historic yes. uh, locations um and we'll, we'll do that on the in, in june i cannot remember the date but it's i think the second saturday um, so this is your 8th, big fundraiser that um every year you kind of work with 
people who are n- known in the community, so to speak. That's right. We have been uh, we have uh, had many local celebrities to uh, to participate in uh, at, to, in doing Shakespeare, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna pivot on that and actually have them do local history because that's you know the neighborhoods is is what waterbury is all about and uh, i'm a member of my neighborhood association and um you know when my student when my kid was enrolled in uh, at chase collegiate it was the 150th anniversary of that school Uh. Um, and every class they did a parade on the grounds on the beautiful campus that they have um and every grade level had a different skit and a, an actual float um, in, wow. in this parade about uh, the history of Chase Collegiate. So, so really what cool. are the neighborhoods that are going to be represented? Um, and are they yeah. people from those neighborhoods that are going to be performing? That's the or have you done that's the, the overall goal. Okay, um, you haven't like cast this yet so we haven't no i would i would love to do um i would love to do segments of this program and that's why i say some eventually it'll become its own uh wing of shakespeareans um do segments of the program where the kids from a certain neighborhood are learning about their neighborhood yeah and then uh then you bring it all together but uh, there's lots of logistics involved with that and transportation with students and oh yeah oh yes 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 well that's fascinating i think you know, just the fact, I mean, Waterbury, yes, as you noted, is known for its neighborhoods. But those neighborhoods, too, have evolved over, you know, what one neighborhood was 50 years ago is not necessarily what it is today. So are you speaking to Absolutely. that, too, the evolution of the neighborhood? Yes, we um we we have uh, we have delved into that a little bit. Okay. Um, I I personally live in uh, the Mecca House for uh, for all of you Waterburyans. Uh, the Mecca's owned a restaurant in the North End. Oh yes, um, I had many wonderful lunches there when I worked. Uh, I worked in the in the new opportunities building early in my career. I understand a lot of business was done there. Uh, yes, in the, back in the day, and um, I've been told by the pe- members of my neighborhood association that I will always live in the Mecca House until I move out, and then maybe it will become the Lapham Medina House or the Medina Lapham House or something. But that's so true. Things, things. I know across the street from me, uh, although it's had many owners, its original owner was Judge Mascola, and that's the name of that house. Yep, yep. It's Judge yes. Mascola's house. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's just something that you know hangs out. And one of the other things we want to talk about that you're doing is you're bringing, and I love this. You're bringing your Shakespeare in the Park to the Litchfield Hills this coming. You can't season. love this as much as we love this. I'm um, sure it is. It is a, a dream come true. Uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of opportunities uh, converged on this um, to, to make this possible. And as a, a brief history, uh, we did ten years of Shakespeare in Library Park behind the library. Yes, um, attendance was spotty, and it's sort of difficult with the sound um, to be between the train. 84, 8, and the armory. Um, yes, oh, and the I, firehouse. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, we actually uh, moved that program for three years down to the grounds of the Stratford Shakespeare Theater. Um, and that was uh, terrific while it lasted as well. Um, fu- the funding really wasn't there for that program until we found great partners in Guilford. And we moved over to Shakespeare on the Shoreline, where we did six years of performances, five free performances at the same time, consecutive uh, from a Wednesday to a Sunday night in August. Um, and it, it was really great. Um, 
thousand people a night would come out, and every night was different. Uh, Saturday night was like the family night, uh, okay. more dogs and kids than you've ever seen at a Shakespeare show. <laughs> um, and then you know Thursday night was the diehards. It was the people who've been waiting all year for this, um, and they're you know they're actually following along in the text as you're as you're wow. just to see what edits you've made in Shakespeare. Ooh, yeah, um, and I don't that's think a high, that's a high pressure night. Much with uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's opening night, and uh, and it's it's a high pressure situation with all the experts in the <laughs> audience. Um, but so we're going to move that program and expand it in um, in the Litchfield Hills uh, with the help of the Connecticut Community Foundation That's and wonderful. the Northwest um, Leadership. Um, group. Oh yes, um, yes. There's a baker's dozen of um, of members of that organization and associates of, of members of that organization. Uh, people who have just adopted Shakespeareans for this purpose to bring Shakespeare to the Litchfield Hills in 2019. That's wonderful. Do you have a, a location yet or a time frame? We do. We are very likely going to be at the primary school. Um, Riverwalk Pavilion is the name of the uh, the pavilion that's there, and we'll set up a, a large stage in front of it uh, under the SARS. And this is in where? Litchfield itself? This is in Washington Depot. Oh, oh nice. Yep. nice. Super nice. cool. Um, Very cool. Great it, setup. Plenty of parking. And uh, yeah, we'll see how we'll see how it flies. There's going to be the usual uh, acting classes for, for young people and opportunities for walk-ons for the community members. Oh. And so how do people, and I think, um, and we have, well, we have a few minutes left. How do people, I mean, you have an actual troupe that you audition, they get cast to work for you, and they get paid. And the interesting thing in the connection, we've had uh, a woman on actually at one point, but people that end up in in tours uh, that are presented at the Palace Theater and some of the national tours of Broadway shows have actually been members in, initially of your your company. It's funny that you should mention that because the last person from Shakespeareans to appear um, at the Palace was um, Leo Bloom and the producers. Yes, and. Yes. Um, we went. We all went to see him. A whole bunch of us went to see him. So lots of his cast members from the previous Shakespeare Summer mm-hmm. uh, show uh, went out to see him. Uh, he will be back this year when we uh, when we go equity uh, with this production. Oh. Um, so wow. he's he's coming back to reprise a role in the uh, in the comedy of errors. Um, he's wow. a, he's he on, was fabulous. I've now forgotten. Oh no, I have not forgotten. Uh, he's met John Cleese because he's on the uh, national tour of um, Spamalot. Oh wow. Wow. Um, so he, when he's done with that, he'll have to come and join us. And, oh, that's, um, that's wonderful. Head and, out to the Litchfield Hills. And you had a woman, too. Who was the woman that was in a show? Oh, well, that's Annie Edgerton. Yes. Um, Annie's been every, uh, every adult female role, uh, every adult female lead in... Um, the in Mamma Mia, uh, yes, on Broadway. Yes, yes, yes that's um, right. That's Annie right. co-wrote. And she's done fundraisers for you. She has. She's she does cabaret. Yeah. She's a wine appraiser. Um, that's right. The she's wino. a sommelier. She's the wino. I yeah. remember that. Annie's got many talents, and she she wrote the very first Shakespeare workshop that Shakespeareans ever did, and performed it with Emily. Oh, uh, and that's wow. how the company started. Wow, yeah. wow. Well, Jeff, you you're doing some wonderful things, and I know it's not always easy. I mean. And you've got you've got not only an organization on your shoulders. This is your livelihood for for, for the entire family. Yes. Yeah, and so um, that's that's you know your commitment, your drive, your dedication, and Jeff, you're always 
you always have a smile on your face. I you always seem like I've got this, you know, and I know that it's not always easy. It is not at all easy, Um, but it is what we love to do. We love to work with young people. Uh, Education is our mission. Um, The creating conversation about current events based on Shakespeare is 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 what we do um, and it's it isn't always easy but it is what we love and and you know what in life uh, you know that the adage is you know you say to young people do what you you know if you yeah, we all have to make a living so try to find that thing that you're passionate about and do that. And you and Emily uh, have done that. You're doing that. You're raising your family. Uh, and you're committed to the community and uh, and the, the region. And I think that's admirable. So I just, on behalf of you know all of us, I want to thank you. Thank you for noticing, and, and I appreciate it. And, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you and I both do plays. Yeah. So how can you not smile? Yes. Yeah. It's about, well, it's about playing. That's a good that's a good way to end our segment. And we've been speaking to Jeff Lapham. I got it right. Well done. <laughs> um, who is the one of the? Um, uh, I guess I'm the executive director. Executive that's what they, director that's what of my business card production, says. along with his wife Emily Matino, who's the artistic director. Correct. And uh, they uh, run this wonderful organization. And if perchance you're listening and have an interest, um, you can find them at Shakespeareance.org um, or at 117 Bank Street in downtown Waterbury, right across from the brand new satellite uh, Post University. And we're yeah, happy to have and that's gonna those neighbors. So much energy into downtown. We only have three minutes left and I was hoping to, can we have time, Johnny, for our excerpt? We can go out on that. Okay, we're going to go we're going to end our show this morning, Your Palace, Your Place, with a little bit of an excerpt from a show that's coming up, a one-woman show called Late Night Catechism uh, with Denise Fennell. It's hilarious. It's immersive, interactive. You are become part of the show when you're in the audience, which, I mean, I don't know about you, but I love that um, when you can do that. Emily's so, been known to break down the walls. <laughs> yeah, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, Johnny, we're going to just hear a little snippet uh, from Denise as she's playing Sister in Late Night Catechism, which comes to the Palace January 26th for two performances, one at 2 in the afternoon, this is a Saturday, and one at 8 p.m. So if you're looking for something fun to do in the bleak days of January, I shouldn't say that, but... They can be sometimes. Get yourself outside your own four walls and come on over to the Palace Theater and have a few laughs with Denise Fennell as sister in Late Night Catechism. Our fundraiser is going to be mixed with other things, okay? Uh, raffles, 50-50s, right? That's a good one. Now, a 50-50 is where you sell the raffle tickets, right? And half of the proceeds go to the charity and the other half go to the winner. Now. Normally, the 50-50, right, you can get the winner to donate half the money right back to the parish. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm particularly good at making this happen. Here's what I do. I make them stand up. I make a real big deal out of them, right? And then I make them tell me how good the charity is. Then I ask them in front of everybody if they would like to donate the money back. Oh, yeah. And most of the time, they do it, you know. Oh, yeah, you can double the money on the 50-50 if you guilt the winner enough. Oh, yeah. And this all- <laughs> That's, That's so awesome. true. I have been in that position. So, 
And if you're wondering, that was Denise Fennell playing sister in Late Night Catechism coming to the Palace Theater on January 26th. That's all we have time for this morning. I hope that you've enjoyed the show. Uh, check out what's what else is going on at the Palace Theater at palacetheaterct.org or give our box office a call at 203-346-2000. It's been my pleasure to be your host. I'm Sherry Marcucci, and we'll see you again in two weeks. And uh, before I go, just stay tuned for your local news and Steve Knoxon coming up next with Talk of the Town. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace